Yeah, the link is this. It's the text with the underline under it. You know, it's a it's a funny thing. You gotta. There's a Zoom class also. That we'll we'll send you the instructions for a Zoom class. It runs every Tuesday night at nine o'clock. No, oh, I thought mine was morning. Just for the future. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is classic. Yeah, you know what a browser is? <laughs> okay, make, make it a little look like Steve Jobs. <laughs> Donnie, he might be able to do it on his phone too. He's on his phone now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're asking you to download a Zoom app. Yeah, it's free. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short for appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff's help. Jeff's helping him. Thank God. Yeah. We'd have to. Yeah, I was going to say we'd have to push this back to one a.m. Christ. <laughs> Let me know when you're going to do anything. I'm going to watch the Olympics here so we broadcast. Sorry to interrupt your busy day, Dink. Waiting. I have a very busy day. I went grocery shopping. This this Tink have the blender mixes in the background. Well, you you can be on, you can be on the computer. Like, uh, you can do it that way yeah, too. Go fireball up there. The new drink, the butter tart with moonshine. Uh, my beer for later. Oh, okay. A, uh, a freebie of uh, whiskey sour. And if I really get hungry, I'm going to have a little pineapple. I just hit the code and then Zoom comes up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Donnie, maybe just give him the phone in. Right? Because I'm pretty sure you can dial in. Just audio, you mean, babe? Yeah. How do you do that? I'm not uh, talking to you. Because we, I think what we can do is send you a phone code where you can just where you can just call in, so you don't have to be on Zoom. I think it's just 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 a meeting. Try try this phone number, right? All right, let's try that. All right, okay, thanks. Yep. In case you're wondering, Canada's up twelve eight in the over Venezuela first round of the uh, first match of the volleyball. I'm on my Pins and needles here. <laughs> Fergie? Fergie? Yes. Excellent. Look like the fucking phone. I feel like I'm in the I, I feel like I'm in the dark. Episode 16 of Dom Day Tales. I'm Justin, and this week I'm joined by only two of my esteemed co-hosts, the jokesters of jest, the masters of mayhem, Babe and Donnie. As always, Dizzy Patterson, our critically acclaimed executive producer, is with us having a few beers and making sure we're coloring between the lines. Gentlemen, no Cote tonight. 
Donnie, you think you're up for the challenge? I don't know. This should be smooth. You know, we we uh, we typically run into an issue here with Cote, um, usually revolving booze uh, and his intake. But uh, without him, I think this will be smooth, babe. What do you think? I think so. There must have been a really long line at the beer store in Ontario if he can't make this meeting. Yeah. It was a late call out. We, we were not expecting this. So we're going to have to shuffle the agenda around a little bit, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Well, guys, despite that, we do have an interesting show uh, packed in tonight. We have two guests on the line and we're going to bring them out right now. One of them's already mixing his first drinks. They are the winners of a combined 13 Dom Day titles. Record keepers estimate they've blended over 23,000 drinks or 1,700 liters. Odds are, if you've been too drunk to make it to the party, these guys had a hand in it. Literally, their hand was in your drink. Gentlemen, start your blenders. Please welcome to the show, Brian Huntley and Craig Ferguson. Sorry, guys. That's Tink and Fergie. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome aboard. What a well, treat guys, to have these two on. Yeah. We, we, we've got them both dialed in. They both have Wi-Fi on their blenders, so it should be an interesting uh, show for us tonight. Tink, I'm going to start with you. Uh, why don't you tell us a bit about your first Dom Day before we uh, get into some of the blender stories? Uh, I'm going to say it was probably 81 or 82. I'm not positive. Uh, Donnie begged and pleaded with me to play for his squad when we were roommates down at school. And, uh, Basically showed up and we had a it, got us the medals that year, but uh, we had a few casualties. That was a Beasley from the first day, but it was yeah, uh, it was 1982. 1982. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had, and what uh, about great uniforms that uh, he had designed by uh, Ned, friend of ours down at the school. And what about you, Fergie? When was your first Dom Day? Do you remember offhand? About eighteen to twenty years ago, when they wanted uh, some older people to play, because thought you young guys weren't as good as I was, so they found some more experienced people. So they called me in. <laughs> what was so your who, first team, Fergie? What was your first team? Uh, Nick's team. What, Nick's team. What was Nick's Wolfpack? Team? Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Yeah. That's Wolfpack. Did, yeah. did you guys win it that year? Do you remember? Uh, no, he kicked me out. I think he kicked me out of the team. He said I wasn't as good as he thought he was. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't. You weren't the Nick first. I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Nick liked me. I don't know. Sure, he did. I, I guess I didn't get enough home runs the first time. I guess. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> you weren't picked for home runs, were you? Or maybe you did pick me up for home I, runs. I, think I, I went high that. I think I, I went high that. I think year, I <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe maybe 20 years ago you think yeah, or 20 yeah, 20 20 dom years. days ago yes 20, yeah 20 dom days 22 years ago yeah yeah and and who brought yeah, you in fergie dane walton dane walton brought you in awesome yeah, yeah. so okay so 20 years ago that's fergie's first uh dom day tink comes in at about dom day dom day three or four um big difference kind of in the age gap, but you guys obviously end up becoming one of the most uh, dynamic duos in Dom Day history. How did you guys kind of end up together uh, on the sidelines? Well, I, I'll well, Tink and I, I guess, through family, I guess, through Dane. And then uh, they, someone said, make a blender party. So I think always, Tink always made drinks. 
we decided to make it into a bigger session, we'll say, so it ended up being a little more stupider. Something like that, do you think? Well, I'm going to say you came in either in the third or fourth year of the, we have in the blender, I think. I think I did the first two for sure, and then you might have joined up on the third, and you kind of went a little more high scale, or quantity wise, anyways. I don't know about high scale. And uh, I think the one year kind of opened up the program and see that, oh, there's a blender party. That's when we kind of knew we uh, had to. Uh, you made the big time. Yeah. We had to pick up yeah. our game. Johnny put pressure on us. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Tink, 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 why don't you tell us about the first time you brought a blender to the to the field? I know this whole thing, like many of the the things on on Dom Day, just kind of start uh, unplanned. Um, what was kind of the first time you brought a blender to the field, and what was kind of the the thought behind that? Well, first off, nothing I do is unplanned. You should know that by now. <laughs> but um, the uh, I just. And I'm pretty sure it was uh, I was playing for Coach Ace Cocktails, and probably one of the reasons why he's not here. Um, and we would have been the first team to never play on the Sunday. I think the schedule had come out, and we were one of those teams that didn't have a Sunday game, and uh, we didn't qualify for the playoffs that We actually sucked at the squad. And uh, so we're sitting over there, and, and had the power from Woodward's that we had a little bit of music. And uh, I brought a blender and we're sitting there and sometime during, I don't know, second or third inning of the final, uh, obviously I wasn't enthralled with what was going on on the field. And um, fired up the blender. And all I can remember hearing is, you know, a bunch of heads turning and it was, he's got a fucking blender. And that was about the start of it. And then... Uh, we didn't have a lot of stuff to mix in it. Uh, and then the ice cream truck came by that day, and Harry made a few, you know, golden wedding and whatever. That was probably, you know, a little grass and uh, some ice cubes and whatever someone had left in the cooler. And then I remembered these creamsicles. And I was like, ooh. So I ran over to the tray, and yeah, it's going to be a first for that. Over to the ice cream guy, and it's like, how much to fill the container, right? The blender. And the guy's looking at me like, what are you talking about? So, well, I need you to fill it up with ice cream. I was, I mean, he could have told me 100 bucks, I probably would have paid it at the time. Uh, I'm going to say it was either 10 or 20 bucks, fill it up, pay back for some orange juice and whatever cruise we had. And then we had our first actual, probably real blended drink, and that went off the head. From there, we've uh, just gone on to bigger and better things with it. When was that thing? What year, you think? Oh, uh, whatever year Cote had the cocktails. That was the one year he only had a team. So, uh, that is a great story. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, so, in all honesty, the person to blame was Cote. Because if he hadn't had such a shit team, I might have been playing and wouldn't have that blender. Nah, we probably still would have. <laughs> That's hilarious. And no. then Fergie, you jump in obviously a few years later. Um, yeah. And and was it were you a good uh, a good uh, 
you know, visitor of the blender party and just, you know, ended up staying at the front of the line and eventually started bringing your own blender or what made you jump in and, and help out with Think? Well, when we started, I didn't think so. We were just one we get two because it started to escalate. Uh, every year it was escalating, supposedly, and then we thought we'd try it uh, too, and that's when everybody started getting actually a lot worse. <laughs> a lot of people didn't even make leave the field because they were barely had to crawl out of there. Because think and I escalated in the, to a higher step, right? A lot more, a lot more going in and out of there, and then everybody was giving us stuff that was left over from the park the weekend. It could have been beer, it could have been rye, it could have been Gosh, it didn't matter. It all got mixed together. That's hilarious. Just, like I said, so and watch the people. Uh, what's that? No, I was going to say. So, at what point did you guys start to have a bit more of a formal plan on this thing? Because it sounds like the first few years it was, you know, ice cream. Yeah, ice cream truck pulls up. Like, when did you guys? Because now you have a, a full fledged plan. Like, I mean, uh, you and Tink always come prepared with, you know, enough enough booze to sink a ship. Like, how, what was the kind of progression around this? I'm gonna say. Okay, think, I think. Yeah, we got more like more people were coming, and once we made the program, it was uh, okay. Well, we gotta kind of make this in a more of an event, and uh, make sure we got enough stuff for everybody. Uh, and uh, like, Ferg's always been good on. I mean, he's got some connection for booze usually. I don't know where that would come from, but uh, you know, is that. And, you know, we'd say, well, what are you getting? You know, I'd probably, you know, not talk to him for a year. And then, you know, I'd call him up, you know, the week before. It's like, well, you know, what are you getting? For, you know, free what he got or what he's doing. We kind of go from there so that we don't have you know, too much stuff. I mean, we have had, you know, end up throwing some stuff out. Never any booze gets thrown out, but maybe some fruit or something like that. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know. Like to dress it up. I mean, I know we've seen some of the photos of us, you know, the umbrella hats on. We had uh, the pineapple cream cup one there. Uh, just a couple of different things. I always want to make sure you got some nice stuff for girls because they, uh, they put up with us for the whole weekend. So they deserve a little bit of stuff. That's awesome <laughs> stuff. So, guys, what would you say, I, I and maybe you don't have a specific favorite, but what would be some of your favorite, uh, you know, as we're we're all sitting at home with our blenders over the next little bit, what are some of your favorite concoctions that somebody could could be making at home while they're counting down the days to hopefully a Dom Day occurring one day in, in the next few years? Maybe, Fergie, I'll start with you. Okay, a half a bottle of, a quarter bottle of vodka, some bananas, <laughs> strawberries, ice cream, uh, what else would I add now? Just I think, and grass, and I think. No, that's that's I mine. Some people bring, oh yeah, I think some people are bringing lick, liquors, liqueurs, and like butterscotch. I think Mister Mike did that. We just mixed it all in together, and that's the kind of drinks you started getting. So it didn't yeah. really matter what it was. It's more than together, my, right? My favorite was was finally getting up there, and then and then Ferg would go. Here, Mike, try this. Try this one. What do you think of this one? <laughs> and I'm like, what's in it? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I try it. You know, they all tasted the same, basically. I mean, they were a little different or whatever. Wow. Yeah, fill me up. Fill and me that, up. Yeah. And people didn't realize how much alcohol was in there. That's oh, my the problem, God. Right? Yeah. And, and and Tink, what about yeah. you? What's what's a recipe some of our fans at home could be trying while they're uh, while they're in 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 this COVID world? 
Well, the big thing is, um, you know, you put your booze in, obviously you're not going to end up tasting it. It could be as, you know, little as, you know, a couple ounces to as fruit. So, you know, like, uh, half a bottle, a quarter bottle, whatever the case may be. All depends on uh, who's hitting your elbow. But, um, and then the big thing is, get some of the frozen juice, like the punches, the minute made punches or whatever. Pick the flavor you like. And then uh, you want to throw in, um, you know, a fruit that would go with it. Uh, like, if you go with the blueberry, you know, if you go with grapes, probably going to put some blueberries or whatever in there. Uh, just remember, raspberries end up, uh, you get a lot of seeds in those, so you try to stay away from that one. Uh, strawberries are always a big hit. Banana for a little fruit, uh, you know, in case you cramp up, those banana is always good. And you know what? You'll make it, and if it tastes too strong, just add a little more fruit stuff to it. All good to go. Nothing's That's wrong. Awesome. That's awesome. So you guys obviously put a lot of thought in into the blender party and, and Tink, not just the blender party. I think you put a lot of thought into everything you do at Dom Day, if we're, if we're being 100% honest. What's your preparation, uh, Tink, uh, you know, leading up to Dom Day? What's that that like, finding your new gadgets and gizmos and all that sort of stuff? Uh, well, the big one is, you know, I find out who I get drafted by. My first thing is, what, what color uniforms are we get? Because... Uh, I do like to look good on Dom Day, you know, fashion bandit and all that stuff, but uh, stop laughing, Johnny. Um, and then from there, it's like, okay, what, you know, what was a big hit last year? We still got something like that. And, you know, is there something new? Uh, what do you have access to? And speaking of something new, I was working at the, the Olympics. And they have that Toyota robot that shoots the basketball and I think doesn't miss, right? It can shoot from, you know, three point, no foul shot, three point line, center court. And it's like a squish every time. I'm thinking, you know, get my hands on something like that. And it's bad for me. It's a home run dial. <laughs> he, he's going to, I know you got a new hip uh, tank, but he's going to run for you, right? You're just going to bat and then the robot will run for you. Is that the plan? Well, we'd have to check with Delmer with all his friggin' rules that he's got, so he may not allow that, but screw him. If I get it, if I get it we're having a... That's hilarious, guys. Well, you know what? We figure it wouldn't be the blender party discussion if we didn't bring out one of your most famous customers. So we're going to invite somebody onto the show right now. Wendy, Wendy, don't lose your head, lose your head. She's the winner of every blender party since its inception. Pineapple, strawberry, banana, she says they're all her favorite flavors. She also holds the world record for fastest funnel amongst the mothers of Dombe. It wouldn't be a conversation without the blender party. Without Blendy, please welcome it to the show, Wendy Coates. Hey, how are you guys? <laughs> can you hear me okay? I'm, I've we got, can like, hear you. Okay, perfect. We, That's we, can, we can hear you better than friggin' Dink. Take uh, what? Where'd you get those earphones? Garage sale? <laughs> hey, want me to try this set? Just yeah, try that. Yeah, yeah, try yeah. a different yeah. set. Take. And now, now I know why Cote bailed out because Blendy's oh. on. Oh, did he leave the chat? What's going well, no, on? He, he never no, showed he never up. came. He had oh. something, something more pressing. So. Oh, okay, okay. So, well, I'm so happy to be here with you guys. This is awesome. Thank you for inviting me. 
this is great this is fantastic so we were just kind of walking through while while tink is fixing uh his gadget over there um we were just walking through kind of how these two uh fergie and, and tink ended up working together on the blender party they just gave our listeners kind of their at home recommendation for how to have a blender party at home while you're in lockdown but wendy now that you're on the show we wanted to kind of get from you what was your first dom day what do you do you remember when your first dom day was and and how you ended up at, at case field all those years ago yeah actually i was at the very first dom day um, with carol ellis um my then boyfriend, now husband Steve was not there. Um, he came a few years later, but we just wandered over to the field and Carol had said, oh, my brother Brent's playing in this baseball tournament. Let's go and see what's going on. And so I've been there other than, I think I've missed two of the 42 because we had kids. And so we were out West and didn't come back, but uh, I've been at every one since uh, the inception. So it, it's awesome. That's fantastic stuff. That's fantastic stuff. And, and so, I guess in in a way, would you have met Senior through Dom Day Connection? Because Cote was a part of, of Dom Day One. Would that have been the connection? Maybe not out of Dom Day, but through? No, actually, we did meet in high school. Um, well, I know you guys will not believe this, but we met at a young people's group at our church. And stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't believe it. Don't was believe it, it. Was it was it AA in the church basement or <laughs> exactly? May, it so, makes sense to me. Sense. So Cote Colin, was not there. Cote was not there. Actually, he was in that young people's group, Colin. Um, so you remember Linda Stride, Colin, yeah. and uh, she invited me to come to this young people's fun group at the church. I mean, I never went to church, but I went and there was Steve Coates and Paul Coates at, at this meeting we would go, I think it was every Sunday night. And I thought this, this big, tall, lanky boiling tea kettle was kind of a cool guy. Um, I was in grade nine and he was in grade 12 and uh, we just kind of connected and became friends and then started dating. And yeah, we've been together now. Well, do the math like I was 14 and I'm older so a long time so yeah and then I mean Steve knew about Dom Day because of Cote playing in it and then he eventually started playing himself so that's fantastic stuff so so obviously Wendy we brought you on because you are definitely one of the most notorious customers of <laughs> of the blender party um but Fergie besides Wendy who are some of your regulars that you guys have around at the, the blender party, the guys that guys or girls that, you know, are showing up more than once at the blender looking to have their cup filled. There was all of um, Nick's daughters, um, Holly, and then all the young girls. And there was like Wendy, um, all the guys' wives. Um, I think um, all the Cote's wives were there. They were always at the front of the line. Uh, McCray's, McCray's wife would stop at the front there. Uh, not Donnie with them. And the McCray's never, never, never tipped you guys, right? The McCray's always just grabbed the no, drink no, and no, left. No, no. They grabbed the drink and left. Yeah, we didn't get too many tips, so. Wendy got hurt a few times there. Uh, yeah. She would get them. <laughs> 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 and and Tink, what about you? Some of your most, uh, you know, I, I think Fergie touched on a few of them, but what are who are some of the the regulars uh, that you notice coming up to the front of the line? Well, yourself for one, Justin. Uh, you tend to down your drinks pretty quick. Minnow usually gets into them after a while. Uh, uh, Cindy, Roman, 
Shady Woods. Um, definitely a big customer. Uh, used to always have one behind was Terry Sanko. He was just stand behind and everyone to give you a little tap and top the top of the drink off. Like yeah, you, know, you just keep out into it. One of those silent guys, but free customer. Fantastic. So who oh, would be did a good job too? Yeah. So who would be so if I were to say who would be your earliest memory as the first person to kind of be a victim of the blender party? Is it is it Wendy guys? Is that Fergie and Tink? Is that who you guys would say? Wendy? Tink? Wendy Wendy for me, yeah. Uh definitely she comes to mind, but over the weekend that we kind of went over to Case, Case Field, um, a reminder was uh, Howie. I forgot all about that initial one where Howie basically lost kind it. Of passed, uh, kind of passed out going somewhere from the blender towards first base. And then someone actually picked him up and dropped him off at his, uh, at his parents' place on the porch, kind of knocked, you know, knocked on the door and ran. I think I think uh, Howie was I, allergic I, to fruit. I think that was the issue. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not, not very much. When uh, tax was just about the same. Sometimes cool. we carried him home a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. How Howie was one. Howie was one. We had Howie on a on an earlier episode, and and he 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 fully admitted that he was a victim of the uh, of the blender party. Blendy Wendy, I think, is is a nickname that you know we talk about all the guys who who have famous Dom Day nicknames. Wendy, you're one of the one of the ladies who has probably the most famous uh, <laughs> nickname amongst amongst the ladies. Why don't you tell us about how you became Blendy and and kind of where that all started? Sure. So I'm pretty sure it was the inaugural Blendy Blendy Blender party, and uh, I you know part took very uh, aggressively. I thought these fruity drinks were amazing that Tink and uh, Fergie were mixing up and I drank quite a bit and then delayed reaction hit. So somehow the blender party ended. We went back to Ma Cote's house. All the kids, like Cote's kids, our kids were all in the pool and they were pretty young. And uh, I got out of the car. I don't even remember who drove me, walked through to the backyard where the pool was, where all the kids were and proceeded to fall in the pool fully clothed, came back up, Makote was there, and I went, oh, fuck, as loud as I could. The kids were all there. Makote was there. I was, I was kind of embarrassed. Somehow I managed to get in the house, get dressed to go to the party. I can't remember. Oh, oh yes, I know where it was. Um, and so I came out to a vehicle. I think it was Steve's sister, Mary, who drove us over to Bobby Brandt's um, bar slash restaurant I my dress was on inside out my watch was on upside down but I managed to still look okay apparently Joey Joey Hall Westy's girlfriend at the time said you look pretty good for someone who was that drunk so we got into the bar I went directly to the washroom and started throwing up and it was <laughs> brutal I could not stop I came finally came out I remember coming out and laying down in one of the uh one of the booths in the restaurant and uh, I, I went to sleep. Like I didn't pass out, but I went to sleep. And all of a sudden I hear above my head, Bobby Brent and senior arguing. And Bobby's like, you got to get her out of here. I'm going to lose my license. She's been overserved. And Steve's yelling back at him. She fucking came in here drunk. Like 
she hasn't had a drink. She hasn't even eaten anything yet. Like you can't kick her out. He goes, yes, I can get her the hell out of here. So sure enough, they wake me up. They schlep me out to a cab. I said to Steve, just put me in the cab and let me go home. I don't want to spoil. I think he had won. Like, I don't know if he won the Dom day that year or if, if he had won like most improved, whatever they called them up cup or something. Anyway, he's like, I can't just put you in the cab and send you home. Cause you'll never make it home. I'm going with you. And he was pissed. So we get home. He tucks me into bed by eight 30 and all is good. And uh, that was how I got the blendy Wendy um, moniker. And the next year when I came back, I did not go near that damn blender party. Cause I just, I felt so awful the first year. So that's, that's my story. <laughs> all, all good. Wendy, there, there are a few people I would say besides yourself who have ended up under the weather as a result of the blender party. Um, babe, Donnie, do you guys have any, uh, I mean, you guys are, are, are veterans of uh, veterans of the booze, but uh, any, any blender star- stories for yourself? Well, for me, I do remember uh, Wendy, you know, falling prey to the, to Tink and Fergie and the drinks, but she, she rebounded. Like when she went home, uh, when she went to Makote's, uh, we said she's done. She's not showing up again. And there, all of a sudden, there she is at the party, and that was just beautiful. But I myself fell prey to it too. Uh, one year, had a few too many. I think it was one of the years that we had won, and I got back to my parents' place on Twenty Five Barhead, and I always said to my wife Sherry, I said, "I'm just going to have, I'm going to lay down for a little nap," and that wasn't going to happen. And I got up and, you know, and Rem was there and buff and they're like, uh, you can't, you know, don't let them go to sleep. We, so they got me up and I rallied and went to the party, but yeah, it can hit you. And you, you learn very quickly that, uh, once you fall prey to it, you better keep an eye open and, and watch out for other people too, because it can happen so quick as Wendy said, you just, it's like a delayed reaction. The yeah. drinks are so tasty and all of a sudden it just hits you because you've had about 20 ounces of booze and in two minutes. That's why. <laughs> what about, uh, what about you, Donnie? Well, the, the thing about the, the blender party is, is like, it's like this state of complete euphoria, right? Because the tournament's over and um, it, it's hard to recognize. Well, I guess you can tell the guys who won, you know, or whatever, but it's hard to really separate them from everybody else. I mean, it's just, it's awesome because everybody just comes together there on the third baseline. So, sometimes it's the only time we see the four, first base people come over there. Well, that's because right? we're afraid to come over there. You yeah. guys are scary. Yeah. <laughs> Except when we're drinking. We're yeah. people. You know, <laughs> so it's just this euphoria and everything's going on and everybody's having a good time and everybody's happy. And truthfully, right in the middle of it, it's, I don't, you, you never really remember looking at somebody and saying, Oh my God, you know, they're, they're toasted or whatever. They're, they're not going to make it. So unless you happen to be next to them or, or maybe with them or whatever, you don't really notice. So a lot of times you get to the, then you get to the party and you know, somebody tells you, well, so, so-and-so didn't make it or so-and-so fell in the bush or so-and-so did this. And it's like, okay, well, whatever, you know, but it's just, to me, that blender party is like, it's like the epitome of Dom Day. It's everybody just ha- ha- having a good time interacting, like the interactions that come there. It's just, it's, it's just amazing. I mean, and it's grown over the years, right? To, to the point where there, there has got to be a hundred plus people there now, uh, you know, uh, at, at uh, going through the, you know, between now they're out on the, on the playing, playing pong out on the, out on the field. And, you know, even some of the older parents and all would sit around there. 
right? Sit around in the chair and I can imagine just what they were thinking, you know, just looking and saying, oh my God, what, you know, what, what are these guys doing? But, but I, you know, Blendy's story, I remember that like a T at the bar, not at the field. I remember at the bar, you know, and she came in and just plopped, you know, on the bar. And I remember Bobby getting a little uptight about it. And, and then next thing I knew, I think, you know, you were, you were, you guys went home in a cab or something, you know, because, yeah. uh, uh, but then you learned your lesson, right? Oh yeah. And the next year I remember standing there and warning all the newbies coming up, right. do not have too many of those. You're going to get hammered. They sneak up on you. And uh, they'd look at me like, yeah, whatever lady. <laughs> but to me, Westy, Westy's one of the all timers, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he, you know, as you know, he, he goes, you know, he goes pretty hard. And then on the Sunday, you know, if he's not playing in the, in the playoffs of the championship, he's well into it by noon hour. And then, so the blender party comes along, what, what about four, I guess. And, uh, and usually he's staggering. And then, you know, when those idiots get the, the brown out, the bourbon, you know, and, uh, you know, Andrew and, and oh. senior, and then God help us if Kinger's there to multiply the situation, you know, but those guys get into that and I'm like, they're going down. You know? <laughs> I, rem- I remember one year, I was it the year that Kinger and you came? I think it was the year you guys came up in the limo. And that was when Andrew was kind of introduced to him for the first time. And they discovered their love for bourbon. And the two of them were hammered. And Andrew fell right out of the chair as we were all kind of sitting around. And he, I don't I don't know if he made the party that year, but uh, he loves Kinger. They're, they're the bourbon buddies now. <laughs> I, I, I always think of, you know, I always think of, of the Saturday as, as the Andrew night. I always know that sat on Saturday, that's the night I'm seeing Andrew most hosted. But I do remember a few parties where, where he has definitely uh, staggered in uh, once or twice. But yeah, it's always, always a good time. Uh, you know, I, one of the funny things I always find is, you know, we, we, the, the two events that cap our, our Saturday night and our Sunday night couldn't be polar opposites. I mean, the one night we have a bunch of people sitting around singing Kumbaya and the next day we got everybody playing beer pong and, and the blender party. And that's, that's what Dom day is, right? The, the complete polar opposites, both huge events, both some, both amazing parts of, of Dom day. But if somebody were to walk by, they would think it's two completely different groups at the field in two different days. Right. So I always find that kind of funny that the, the range that the Dom dayers can, can possess. Yeah. Um, so, and also a, an all-star in both events, Wendy, uh, yeah. not only on the drinking side, but on the singing side too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, actually I'm taking singing lessons. Um, I, I got them for Christmas, uh, from Steve as a gift and I'm taking singing lessons cause I want to be able to sing better at the sing-along on the Saturday and the Sunday. So hopefully we'll, we'll be there this year. Um, and I'll be able to do a duet with somebody. So yeah. Hang, hang on. I, I'm just making notes for the program. Fergie, <laughs> Fer, you yeah. want to jump in here? I think Glenn, if you drink more, you'll sound so much better too. So. <laughs> no, I'll sound better to you guys <laughs> if you drink more. So <laughs> I, I was just gonna say we started out usually just it was all, start out when we first started this thing, it was like maybe one bottle. Uh, at the end of the wedding like last year, we we're into 360 pounders in one hour. Wow. That's usually what we, we polish off. So, and, and do, so how, much, enough? how much total boost uh, for a blender party now? Uh, probably 460. Wow. 460 <laughs> in one hour. Yeah. 
<laughs> and again, oh. babe, babe, maybe you could remind the listeners that a lot of the things that we do don't revolve around alcohol. Right. No, the most no. of it revolves around ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I love it's how fruit. you have the giant tubs too in the fruit, but we've limited the fruit for some people because there's allergic reactions to some people as we yeah. discussed. Yeah. But the ice cream is is huge. And those big tubs that you guys had. Yeah. With the uh, hands scooping, oh, the, yeah. the clean hands yeah. scooping the ice cream into the blenders. We've actually got a scoop now. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say That looks like take, a hand. I was going to say take. It's only for shelves. I was going to say, Tink, you know, obviously with COVID going on uh, and you being the master of gizmos, have you guys begun, you know, applying to the World Health Organization on re-getting your license and and how you're going to do the blender party going forward? Maybe maybe you have some thoughts and recommendations? Yeah, you know, I would have to say uh, the World Health Organization is going to come and and look at what Tink and Fergie have done and said, nobody who's had their drinks has had COVID. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's got to be something there that those guys can learn from you guys. It's not the World Health Organization coming to talk to Tink and Fergie. It's Fergie and Tink should be going there to lay a few lessons down. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a vaccine in itself, really, when you think about it. You know, for the, sure. The consumption. Sure. The side effects are not good, though. I'll tell you that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same side know. effects. <laughs> Complete blindness for 24 it. hours. What an event though, like the, and the, the ice cream truck story. I, I didn't, I didn't know that, or maybe I did at one point, but I, I don't remember, you know, that's, that's a classic, you know, I don't, I didn't know that at all. You know, and that's just how it, just how it evolved over the years is crazy. Yeah. Baby, you so, want to hop in? Yeah. Tink, do you remember the time you phoned me? Cause you were, Tink's always looking to add another gadget or two. He goes, he phones me up and goes, hey, there's a guy in Calgary who makes these gas-powered blenders. Can you find them for me? <laughs> I was like, where the, uh, first of all, how the hell did you find this guy? And I, I couldn't find him. It was. <laughs> he had closed up shop or something, I think is what it was. But, so got an yeah, it's funny uh, that nobody else was ordering them. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Well, we had one there because um, Stank had a gas-powered one, right? That he had picked up through his baseball stuff, but uh, we just couldn't get them in Canada, right? Nobody had them. And uh, the one place I found them was like, okay, maybe they can get it. And then, how about the uh, one thing we didn't talk about is how about the Woodwards helping out with the source of power and all that. I mean, that, that you, you forget about the little details of that, right? Like what, what would you do in the morning? Would you get them to hook you up or well, you needed it probably for your music and stuff too. Right. Or. Yeah. Basically we um, had the power cord probably coming through on Friday. This I would bring an extension because they didn't have a, uh, they only had a two prong plug. So we just basically took the ground out of the extension and plugged it. In, and then we just let it run. Uh, we had to sit at the fence for the whole weekend. So we were good about that. Uh, and unfortunately, um, Gary passing and stuff like that. But I understand that uh, Fergie and the boys bought the place, but maybe they can, uh, if they fix it up and sell it, they can write into the new no- new owners that uh, July 1st weekend, we have use of power <coughs> I still own it, so we're still okay. 
<laughs> it's it's yours, Fergie. Yeah, it's Miles. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't plant a garden in the backyard. Don't know what you'd find there. <laughs> That's good stuff. I'm just rebuilding it right now. <laughs> cool. Maybe we could put a big double deck on the roof or something. Like we could bring back the videos. You know, we could that would be a great spot. Carve those trees down, get rid of the damn trees, and just have a big double deck overlooking the field. Like sweets. We could actually Fergie, we could put some sweets up there. You know? Yeah, don't and don't would, worry, the, the Donnelly family is more than willing to stay there and maintain the property for the weekend, right? right? right. <laughs> They'll even drive in from Maryland and take care of it. Right. <laughs> I was gonna put a hole in the fence so we can, if we get over our, our limit, I'll put a hole in the fence and put circles so everybody can sit in the backyard. Oh, I love it. Oh, oh God, that's good stuff, guys. So I know there were some other blender victims that we we wanted to to bring up, um, but maybe the first one before we hop into some others. Wendy, has have the tables ever been turned? Has Senior ever fallen victim to the blender party? No, actually, he had uh, not that I've ever seen. He's not a big fruity drink kind of guy. And I think he just always worried that I was going to be the mess. So he had to be the one that stayed a little, you know, more stable, not much, but a little more stable. I mean, he's definitely fallen down with the brown in his days, but not so much the blender drinks. So hey, want to jump in? Yeah, I think that senior fell victim of the brown at the blender party. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I seem to recall it was like a year or two later that you were, you know, hopping senior into a cab and getting them out of there. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> and then the same thing. I didn't finish the Westy story, but the same thing. He would bring the bourbon over to the to the blender party. And then I think the one of the cappers on his uh, his uh, party career was <laughs> when. We were staying at that place. Remember, Stacy ran that place, uh, like off of, Carlton Place, right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah. it. Yeah, and we were all staying there, and whatever. And then we we came back after the blender party, and Westy got lost in the hotel. Like I I went looking for him. I went I went in the men's room. I went in the ladies' room. I went in the banquet rooms or whatever. I never did find him. And so, <laughs> but do you know where he was? Do you know where the end it? of the story? No, uh, he was he was. Joey finally found him in the shower, completely naked. The shower was not on and he was sudsing up with no water. And uh, he was that hammered that he didn't even realize the shower wasn't turned on. <laughs> I think he kind of, I think that was one of his last blender yep. party experiences. I think he got the big hook after that. <laughs> and, and, and what about we heard somebody from Bradford thrown up out, a, out of a car window on their drive home? Anybody know who that might have been? Yeah, I'm thinking, Colin, maybe you guys can confirm. I think it was Hawk. Uh, it, was, it wasn't Jamie. Steve and I were talking about it. It wasn't Jamie because Jamie could, I mean, he got hammered, but he could hold his liquor. And I think it was Hawk. He had too much to drink. Trish was driving home. The kids were in the back. He opened up the front window, threw up, and it blew back into the back seats and, and covered his kids. <laughs> Nice. Once again, a victim of uh, fruit allergies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dizzy? Uh, I know you had some troubles getting to a party one time. Was were you a victim of the uh, the blender party? I've fallen victim a couple times. It's we've got two of the best bartenders in the world on the line. I don't know what else you can do there. 
you got to fall the, into it. And the back seat of that car was pretty comfortable too to boot, right? So what the heck? I'm a heavy sleeper, Justin. I can kind of yeah. fall asleep anywhere. So it seemed like the right time. Fair enough. I also remember there was another one. Uh, the 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 one Dom day I don't talk about a, a lot. The the snappers went over and Matt Shep was on our team, so we had a, a full day of of Sunday drinking. And I remember, you know, right after the blender party, Matt Shep was passed out on on first base, and I just see his parents kind of stacking all their their Dom day stuff around him as he's completely lying out on on the grass. And that night they get to the party and and. Matt Shepard's not at the party. And I go up to Shep. I said, Hey, what happened to Matt? <laughs> Knowing full well that odds are he wasn't making it. And, and Paul pretty much said, Hey, we left him a note said, if you wake up and want to come to the party, meet us there. He ain't <laughs> fucking waking up. <laughs> so, uh, there's a bunch of people I think who have, who've fallen victim to the blender party over the, over the few last few years, any other kind of other, other victims that you guys want to, want to talk about while we're we're talking about that a lot of the new younger people came and thought they could just drink up think it was easy to drink a lot of those drinks and they found it's pretty hard sometimes you know they're all puking in the field there a lot of times when everybody leaving they're just puking all everywhere right <laughs> yeah what about you dizzy you were going to jump in i just wanted to add that year that i fell asleep colin woods me and him and we're going shot for shot he did not fall asleep, so I'd like to give him the nod on that one. <laughs> yeah, really yeah, a couple, yeah. I was going to say a couple really episodes. Honorable. I think Cote said "fuck you, Colin Woods." So this is, you know, our redemption arc for that that comment, right? <laughs> awesome stuff, guys. So, okay, on to some other topics. Um, and and Tink, this is where we're going to lean on you a bit. Uh, obviously, the masters of, of of gadgets and gizmos. Why don't you walk us through some of your favorite gadgets and gizmos over the years that people might remember? Um, probably the most popular one was the Mister Umbrella with uh, Mister. That was probably the, in the big head all the time. How about one. the hot tub in the back of your pickup truck? Uh, well, with someone else's pickup truck. Unfortunately, uh, took a while to get it going. Then we couldn't get it started. It shorted out. We had it over at Babes, I think. And, I don't know what the reason was. We couldn't be going, so we just used it as a swimming pool. But it but looked good. Was, it looked good. It was a great idea. Um, let's see what else. That was the hot tub. Yeah. The, I, uh, I, I like the bug spray. You know, the, when you had oh, the, the shoot, shooters. Oh, the shooters and, oh the yeah, that was good. Yeah. Well, that thing's coming in handy quite a few times. I'm going to say Dawn Day was the only time where it was filled with broken down golf carts. Uh, so we filled it with water for uh, a lot of the kids lacrosse tournaments to pull them off. It's just a great thing. You just got to remind people that there's never been anything else in it in case they think, oh, yeah, I'll just use my spare at home that, you know, that we just did the lawn with. No, you got to have a new one. Good point, Tink. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Safety first, Johnny. You know me. Yes. Yeah. I don't like to take, I don't like to take chances with anything like that. Um, and then uh, what else did we have? Uh, the very first thing that comes to mind that people saw was uh, I think it was either Dom Day 1 or 2 for me. I had those green blow-up shorts. They were like kind of like a, probably meant for weight loss or whatever. Like, along the bar back. And I had them and so I'm playing out in the field and I've got these basically padded blow-up shorts. 
So that was uh, probably the start of me having just some different stuff. Uh, I thought you were going to say the start of your hip problems. <laughs> <laughs> and and Tink, I've been told to ask you how, how many how many pairs of shoes do you have, Tink? Too many to count. Uh, no, no. I probably have about uh, hundred to two hundred pairs of shoes, probably. Get out. <laughs> One one for every franchise you've played on? Yeah. No, I've only played on a limited number of franchises. Most people like me. They figure they get to the front of the line at the blender party if they're on my squad. I don't play favorites now. Only Wendy gets to the front. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> one of the other big things was the year I brought the hammock. Oh, and yeah. they set up the PC torches around it, chained it all off. But that was also the same year that Furry brought in that juice machine. Um, it had uh, kind of, if you guys remember Pine Point Arena, you know, where they have the, the, the orange drink in the, in the yeah. back. Um, so Fergie had brought that. And we had that on some picnic table. We had that filled up with uh, vodka lemonade. That Fergie might know what the other one was in there, but I think we might have tried to do seizures or something. And then uh, that was also the first year of uh, the Mickey Mantle Award. So uh, not only do I dish out the stuff, I actually partake earlier on in the tournament and uh, some uh, imbibing. Yeah, so I was going to ask you this. You know, obviously the, the Mickey Mantle Award is, is given out at a certain point or was given out at a certain point. But Fergie, do you think that your guys' role as, as the Blender Masters had any influence on some of the Mickey Mantle winners uh, after winning or, or should have had influence on maybe a revision on who actually won? I, I think I won the uh, one more. Was that the Mickey Mantle or is that the one for the worst drunk all weekend? Yeah. You, yes, you it won is. it, you won it 96. Uh, for, I won it one year. Yeah, I remember winning yeah. it one year. And I then the, remember, the year before Dink won it, but he had to split it with Jonesy. So it was a, yeah, they were yeah, co-winners. And that was the first of four wins for Jonesy. He was the he was the all-time <laughs> Mickey Mantle winner. He, yeah. He won four of them. Yeah, so. that was a great one, Donnie. That first one. I couldn't I was playing out in left field. I could not see or say balls coming at me. We can't put me behind the cage because that's where Jonesy is. So the, yeah, he was in worse shape than I was. So, and I don't even know what squad it was, but whoever wisdom was, let's move him to third base because that's be a great spot for somebody that can't move or see. Uh, luckily, nothing one really of, ever one happened. One of my sons didn't win it, but he couldn't even see when he was playing the, the next day on the Sunday morning, he couldn't even see the ball, period. And he, he said, one of his worst games he ever played because he said he fell a victim of that uh, party, too. Yeah, so, so I was gonna say, Fergie, what, what's it what's it like for for your sons, obviously, showing up and, and seeing that their dad's the uh, the blender legend? Uh, do they know better, or do they get in, get into the uh, the blender stuff, or are they more of uh, are, are they more into the brown? They took it pretty easy. The, they took it harder the first time, but then they know better themselves too, because like I said, they like they didn't. One of them didn't even make the party one year, so. 
<laughs> so they got no familial head up, heads up. You didn't, you didn't treat them any no. differently. They had to learn their lesson just like the rest of us. They learned the lesson. Yeah, they learned the lesson. They thought they could drink. The first year, they thought they could drink all day and all night. And, uh, and then he's playing in the finals. The finals, one of them couldn't even see. So he didn't know where the ball or hit to him. He didn't know where the ball was coming or going. One of the boys. That's great <laughs> one of the stuff. Twins. He was he was well schooled. He was well schooled. <laughs> yeah. That's good yeah. stuff. Awesome. Speaking of um, lender casualties, one name that does come to mind was uh, Eddie Walker's wife. She took one year a little halfway, and uh, she's never forgiven us for that since. He <laughs> stays with the. Um, Refuses to come down and hangs out in the more in the more exception. Yeah, she she's an observer now. She just <laughs> she sits there and goes, oh, "That person's going to be in trouble." <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how many how many people do you think like that? You you've you've hung their jersey in the rafters. They had one good one and and just never came back. There's got to be a few, right? <laughs> I don't like to think of those ones. I like the ones that do come back. Those are the true warriors. So you're more into a loyalty program, blender points, right? Yeah, and then ah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then and then they they started doing the the virgin ones for the. I don't know if Justin, when you were younger, did you have the virgin ones? Like when you were, I'm talking about ten or twelve or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think I, you know, I do remember. I do remember when we were younger, we'd get up to the front of the line and and Tink would say, "No, this one's for for you guys." And, and, uh, you know, we'd all, we'd all think we were the coolest things ever. Cause we'd, we'd get that. Right. And then eventually at, at some point, maybe it was 14 Tink was like, okay, you're allowed to have the other <laughs> one. one, just one, <laughs> just <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got their parents. Okay. Then, so we were good. Awesome stuff. Too much, too much. And then we got, you know, at the, at the, then we were passing around bottles of butterscotch schnapps and oh. bottles Bottle, recently, bottles, bottles of Fireball recently. It's just awesome. Yeah. Like you can't, be, you can't beat it. You know, it's, it's, yeah. What was that thing you did with the, um, I don't know if it was Fireball or whatever you're drinking and you, you'd flame it up and blow out the, it was a well, volcano. That would be called a volcano. Yeah. I've fallen uh, victim to that at a few bars actually too. <laughs> great way to meet people. Great way to get drinks bought for you. But, uh, you gotta know when to say not, when to say when. And unfortunately, uh this isn't usually ever the case when those come out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a very entertaining drink. And again, folks, this is everything's a little exaggerated. We we really don't yeah, of course. You know, we don't we don't fo- like to focus on the booze, you know. Um certainly uh at some point becomes a focal point, but we're not it's not like we're drinking all weekend, right? Like it's no, like it's, it's four days and you know, there's softball and, and there's a little, and I think, and I think that's why we and, had to have the blender party discussion when Cote wasn't here because he's, he's never been a huge fan of the whole drinking and, and all that sort of stuff. So we, he said, you know what, I'm going to take a seat this week. You know, he's at right. church, I think instead. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I think for our millennial listeners, I think it would be good for everybody to say what street they grew up on and oh. Wendy, let's start with you. Barhead Crescent, 19. 
And for us, 25 Barhead Crescent. Yep. Donnie? 25 Hollow Crescent. Ooh. Tink? Uh, When I was Rexdale, 1274 Islington Avenue North. Right at the corner of Islington and Libby. Oh, okay. Nice combo, Tink. Fergie? 11 Mercury, West Humber, Martin Grove. Lovely. And Justin, maybe explain why we're talking about this again. Yeah, just for everybody who knows at home, we've had a few few of the millennials who are always fixated by the fact that we get hooked up on uh, some of the uh, the directions and the roads within uh, within Rexdale. You know, Jeffcoat tends to be a big one that we 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 bring up a lot, and we've decided that that would be a good drinking game as you're as you're playing along. Every time you hear a Rexdale street, you got to take a swig. So, what better group than with the group of the Blender Party to talk about Jeff Coat? Belfield, Rexdale Boulevard, and all the other ones. So, awesome Jen Thorne, Jen Thorne, Jen Thorne, Tay, yeah. Tay Rowe, Tay yep. Rowe, you know. I think my dad was Moncrief. Yeah, your Moncrief, dad was yeah. Moncrief, yep. Bergamot. I, <laughs> Bergamot. I, I could see this morphing into a huge offshoot of the Blender Party next time. The yeah. the, uh, the street name drinking game. It's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I, well, instead know. of instead of having Cote announce raffle ticket numbers, we'll just give him a the, the megaphone and he goes out and Jen Thorne, Jen Thorne. Anybody got Jen Thorne? <laughs> and Justin, just so you know, he hasn't used a megaphone in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, he, has, he doesn't need to. Doesn't yeah, need fair to. enough. <laughs> That's great stuff, guys. So we're going to get into some final thoughts, but before we do, I'm, I'm just going to open it up to um, Tink, Wendy, and, and Fergie. Maybe, Tink, I'll start with you. Um, just kind of quick headlines. What would be one of your favorite Dom Day memories, looking back? Um, probably uh, uh, one of the first parties I went to at Delmer's. Uh, that's always a big hit. I think I was crawling out to my car on all fours to drive home. Uh, I think Woodsy stopped me. He's like, where are you going? Well, oh, I'm going home now. I'll be okay. I'm just going to stick my head in the cooler and I'll be good to go. Well, I got taken back to uh, a bedroom, put in there. And then the next morning I woke up. I had no idea where I was. Contacts were still in, drive anything. And Lil was beside me. Scariest thing in the world. So from then, from then on, I realized that Everyone's, everyone's going to be good to go. Um, but outside of Dom Day, just uh, with Babe there, stuff that we did as kids because we were younger than Babe and Case. Uh, I'll always remember the uh, hockey tournament we went to in Rochester with uh, my dad. Um, well, we actually had to uh, rope the door shut because they were frozen and we went down there. I've never forgot that one. Uh, Donnie, we just had some great uh, memories down at Hopkins. Uh, I know you like to bug me about my driving, but uh, it wasn't actually my car that we were driving when we went down. I was bouncing off the Carson Street. That was yours. It was my car that you had uh, when we were leaving a Halloween party and we're banging into things, and it was followed by not my fucking car. And I would just laugh. So, yeah, just great stories. Um, not sure. You know, say I moved away um, after grade five, but still did everything in the summer up there. uh, It's just a great group. And to explain what Bombay is, you 
you can't explain it. You have to experience it. And I think once you experience it, you just don't ever want to miss it again. Awesome stuff. Uh, Fergie, what about, what about yourself? Just maybe a favorite Dom Day memory and some, some final thoughts on Dom Day. Yeah, excuse me, winning a championship and then leaving, I barely remember leaving the park and then make it to the banquet and you didn't last very long there because somebody else wanted to do some more shooters and then that would be enough for me and then uh, I guess it's driving home, which you shouldn't have drove, but I guess uh, everybody's done it once in, a while, once in a while, once in their lifetime anyways, but I think you learned a lesson, don't drink and drive, you're in a lot of trouble. Yep. I not that, was pretty much it. Yeah. Leaving stuff. the park, like I said, loaded. I think, yeah, that's I, lucky I was living just around the corner. So leaving the staggering back to the house was hard enough. And that would be, you know, with all the the winners, I guess. Some one time we had all the winners back at the house swimming pool. I don't know which one it was, but I ended up with Marooks and uh, the Walkers. I ended up with everybody, whatever their year that was. And then, that was, then we all drove King, King Kinger was there one that year too. He passed out on your front lawn. He just laid laid on yeah. your front lawn. <laughs> was the teddy bear there? Yeah, I've had, <laughs> I've had, a, I've had a few of them, I've had a few of them there do that. <laughs> I don't know what year it was, but I guess I remember something like that. Yeah, great great stuff. Uh-huh. Wendy, just a final um, memory and some final thoughts. Yeah, I think uh, the year that. Donnie and Kinger came on the field in the limo was pretty darn special. That was, that was a tear jerking. That was a tear jerking moment for sure. Um, We just listened to the podcast from last week, Steve and I, and about that. And uh, as you guys have all said, we all go through some really tough times in our life and now I'm going to cry. I got the Kleenex just just in case. Um, and I know that Donnie was having a, a rough go there and he wasn't going to come. And to see him and Kinger come out of that limo was just the best thing ever. It was, it was amazing. It was just a, a great memory for me. And in general, I mean, our kids have only known Dom Day since they were born and they look forward to it more than Christmas Day. And I'm not kidding. They just love to be there with all you guys and all the other kids and the, the offspring and, uh, it's just such a special, special weekend. And uh, we've been honored to be a part of it for 42 years and hopefully as long as it can go on. Um, it's just, it's just such a great group of people and uh, it's just a, a privilege to be part of it. Do we have an age limit on this for uh, how long do we keep playing? <laughs> No, no, Fergie. Uh, I think we've approved you in text for another ten years at least. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll okay, discuss we'll it after it. ten years. That's right. Okay, I just want to make sure it's all right. Yeah. No, we're gonna keep you guys going, babe. Do you want to hop in with some final thoughts? Yeah. I mean, you know, you think about the blender party and how what a great event it's become, and you know, and I, I look at these three people that we have on. I mean, you know, Fergie, one of the true great, you know, warriors of all times. Uh, playing with Tex and, you know, I've known him for a long time. Tink and I have known each other since we were probably four and Tink was mentioning, you know, that trip we, we took to Rochester and Tink is, you know, as a safety advisor, making sure that the doors were tied together. So you got to remember we had my, I think, you know, we're driving down the two doors didn't close on the back of the station wagon. So my dad and, and Frank, 
thinks that, you know, hooked up the rope going across so that the doors wouldn't open. So Tink and I have had a long history together and, and Wendy, I mean, one of my greatest friends, you know, I don't remember not knowing Wendy. So it's so neat that, you know, she marries senior whose mother went to university nursing school with my mother. So knowing senior and Cote, the whole family forever and that senior and Wendy get together. And it's just, it's so neat. And the, you know, the, the times that we get to spend together are special you know, Wendy being up in Edmonton, going up to Edmonton. And I remember we played in 1983 or 84 and we were in game seven in Edmonton and we're against the Oilers and Wendy is pregnant. She, yes. I, I, you must've been like probably eight or oh. eight months pregnant. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and she's up there in Edmonton cheering for the flames. Absolutely. And people, and people were going to go back on her. I remember people were going to go back on you and then saw you were pregnant and said, okay, I'm, I'm shutting up. But, you know, we've had such a great friendship all these years. And it's so neat to, you know, hear the stories and just talk to people again. It's great. Donnie, some final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, with each of these people, it's it's interesting to think back and it's it's funny when you start to think about all the people in Domde and how you met them or whatever, like everybody's sort of your best friend now, but it's hard to think back. Like you said, babe, it's a time when you didn't know them. Right. And so with, with Fergie, um, and, uh, he, he actually coached lacrosse. So he was, he was a coach on our junior team. I think it was junior C wasn't it for, yeah. 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 Yeah, he so he was uh, an assistant coach on the junior C team, and uh, I I'm pretty sure he was done playing at that point, um, but uh, not not much, you know, a few years I guess out of junior. And then I remember we went up to we had this our big trip that summer was uh, we went up to Huntsville for a for a road trip. We were playing Huntsville on a Saturday night, and we stayed at uh, we stayed at the um, at the the cottages that. Uh, Meredith's cottages. Right. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So we stayed there and we, uh, you know, we got into a few drinks and stuff on Ferg Ferg. We had a great time. So that's, that's how I met Ferg, you know, uh, when he was coaching and then, you know, we, uh, we, uh, you know, later on in Dom day and everything. And, uh, so then, then with Dink, like, uh, so, uh, you know, Dave Huntley and I went to, uh, so Dave got me to go come to Hopkins. Um, and, uh, just a real coincidence, how I ended up going there. And, uh, you know, I, I was in school with Dave for a year and then Dink, Dink came down. Um, and then I was in school with Dink for a couple of years and we had some great, I mean, we could be on here for two hours telling stories about some of the crap that we did at Hopkins and, uh, just insanity, same type of Dom day stuff, just, you know, and, uh, and then we, we, of course, Dink, Dink, Dink and Babe and my brother were sort of closer, right? And then me and Hans and Case were closer. So we had like two mini generations there together and, and we've remained, uh, you know, friends ever since. And then with Wendy, I, I don't remember meeting Wendy. I mean, I it was probably that first Dom day, um, you know, when, you know, God knows what we were doing and, uh, and then, uh, you know, she just always struck me as somebody, somebody that was just uh, funny, you know, liked having a good time, loved to laugh. And not unlike a lot of the other Dom Dets, Dom Dets was just, 
you know, there for a good time and a long time and, uh, very, just a fun, fun person to be around. And, uh, just like everybody else, I mean, there's, you know, we have an alumni in this tournament. You realize we have had like over, I believe it's over 170 players that have played in this tournament. It's amazing when you tally them all up and then when you got all the Dom Dayettes, right. There's another couple of hundred, right. Cause you know, some of us, some people had, had multi-dom day at the, at the <laughs> tournament, unfortunately, right? So, uh, the not numbers at the same start, time. Yeah, not at the same time. No, not at the same or time. Or viewers don't get that yeah. wrong idea. Yeah. And, uh, but anyhow, it's just, uh, you know, she's just a terrific person and, uh, and a lot of fun to be around. So I, uh, I remember kind of when we really got to know you better, Mike, was when we brought our family to uh, Baltimore yep. and we went to the Rocky Run and you were so kind to give us lunch and, and we really got to know you better then. And I think it's built from there. And that was a long time ago, but uh, our kids still remember that trip to the Rocky Run. They thought it was great. Yeah. You guys were on the way home from a vacation. I think. Yeah. I think we were in um, South Carolina or something yeah. and we thought we'd stop on the way through. So. so they came to the original store and we, yeah. and we loaded them up with food and gave them some great. hats and trinkets and yeah, it was the kids great. were really young at that point. Oh, really young. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, so that's uh, but a yeah, long so. time ago. So, but uh, you know, with all, with all these people, you know, just like everybody else with Dom day, you get them together and it's you're guaranteed it's going to be a good time. So. But uh, we've remained great friends over the years. So very lucky for that. Yeah. Very thankful. Very thankful. Awesome stuff. And just some final thoughts from me, guys. I mean, I think it's it's a continued trend as we talk about what's gone on on Dom Day, about how all these traditions that just have become institutions within Dom Day uh, and within our, you know, frankly, within our, our lives. And a lot of them, you know, started without a plan for it to become something that it ended up becoming, um, whether it's Dom Day itself or, or the blender party. I mean, at the end of the day, I would have never thought that it just, it, this all, all started with Tink showing up with a blender and an ice cream truck driving by one day. Um, and, and all these years later, it's, it's an institution. Um, it's something that we look forward to every single year. Uh, I'm always walking a little sideways by the time I'm done at the blender party. I can tell you that for sure. Um, but just to echo what, what the guys say, I mean, for, for Tink and Fergie, I mean, you guys are, are fantastic. You guys are, are definitely, I mean, Tink, you're, you're already a hall of famer, but Fergie, I think you're not far behind once you retire in 30, 40 more years. Um, but just an institution within, within Dom day. And then obviously, I mean, Cote's Cote's in trouble because I think we found our new coats for the podcast. Uh, I mean, Wendy, you were you were a blast, um, and and just you know a lot of great memories with 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 the Coates family. So always fantastic to see the three of you. Um, and to our fans, I hope you guys enjoyed another great episode. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe on Spotify. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks, Thank Thank you guys. Thanks job, a lot, guys. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six strings on my front porch swing Smell those shrimp they're beginning to boil 
Nothing is sure but this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty A Mexican cutie How it got here I haven't a clue Soon it will render 